Welcome back to another episode of Girl Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Sugar, and today's episode is how to think happier, how to let go of internal baggage. Welcome back. So today's episode is hopefully going to help a lot of you release so many things from your past, your current moment, or anything that's maybe making you feel negative within, or help like feels like it's weighing you down or trapping you or making you feel feelings that you don't want to be feeling each and every day, or you don't want to have reappear or have triggered. Um, now, obviously, you can't completely stop triggers and things that happen in your body and your nervous system first, because that is ultimately what does happen for a lot of us. And sometimes we try and control our thoughts and we don't quite understand how we still seem to feel like something's wrong or that we feel really bad about the past or we feel maybe that we wasted our time on something or we, re- we have a lot of regret or we don't know if we're about to make this the right decision. Actually, a lot of time, the reason why we feel like thoughts and affirmations and stuff isn't really enough or listening to a motivational YouTube video or podcast or going to countless seminars and reading books and you're trying and trying and trying to apply all of these things and it doesn't seem to quite fix the triggers that you have or make you change your mind on how you think and I'm not a guru and I'm not somebody that can just like get you listen to a podcast and um, flip that switch because a lot of the time we do need to work on two things when it comes to our thoughts and one is our nervous system and I'll talk about things that you can do to regulate your nervous system and then over time you'll actually see that those triggers start to minimize and sometimes go away completely which is really good to know and then the other thing is your thoughts and your behaviors your values your conditioning from the past and how all of that will contribute to affirming and making that um, baggage and all of those negative thoughts that arise from time to time, um, making you feel worthless about yourself, making you feel down, making you feel regretful, making you question yourself, all of those things that eventually lead to a lot of unhappiness and times of unhappiness that really don't need to be there. So moving forward, all we can do from here is take what I suggest on this podcast give it a try out and progress on it don't expect anything overnight to happen but as long as you know that you've got actionable steps in place and you fully understand what you're doing and why you're doing it it actually does over time eventually um, lead to the uh, like more sustainable happiness with less baggage that you really don't need to carry through the whole lot of your life so the first thing I think that is so important is to recognize that you as a, as a person, especially as an adult, I think most of my audience are definitely well into their mid-20s and above. So you're going to have new experiences and it's really important to understand that you're going to have experiences that you are really new. Even though you're older and wiser, you've uh, acquired a lot of experience in certain areas of your life. There are going to be things outside of that related to other things like your job, your career, your partners, your relationships, your friendships, your you know loss of loved ones, things like that, that really rattle and shake us because although we don't expect life to go our way, there is also like this kind of underlying thing that when a big problem does arise or something that has really just disturbed us to some capacity happens or keeps on happening, we tend to hold on to that and you like it sort of imprints into who we are. And it's because it's 
it's a new thing and it's something that we never expected and we didn't really feel capable of resolving or handling or accepting and sometimes when we get into that victim mentality which is my number one point uh do not be a victim there is actually only feelings of hopelessness that come with that and I'll explain why in a second and um obviously there are things like deaths and losses and stuff that are completely out of your control those are a little bit different and you can like go to therapy and things like that for you know some uh, cognitive behavioral um, work and stuff to cope with grief if that is your current situation but we're going to talk about everything else like problems like you know whatever it is outside of that um, and these could be your own decisions as well but if you feel like you have been taken advantage of or you feel like something wasn't fair to you as an individual and that you had good intentions going into something and it didn't quite work out like you expected it just was unfair there is absolutely nothing you can do except feel hopeless and miserable because the blame is pointed outward and so although a lot of that may be justifiable there's actually a lot more of that that you can actually put on yourself and it's not a be obsession for yourself but it is a time of self-awareness where you've got to go actually I chose to do this thing because at that time in my life I really wanted to do that thing and although maybe aspects of that thing weren't in a hundred percent of my control or my favor or weren't necessarily exactly what I wanted to do I did actually agree to do it or I did feel like at the time it was worth doing and it gave me an experience and it also gives you a chance for you to go okay well look it's actually nobody's fault that I put myself in that situation except for my own. And moving forward from that, I know next time that I should say no or I know what to look out for in a situation like that. And I can make a better decision for myself and identify quickly whether or not it's going to work for me. Because at the end of the day, I know that most people do put themselves in situations where they allow for certain things to happen. And that can be in your workplace, that can be in school, that can be in your relationships. And unfortunately, like nobody is to blame if you are agreeing and going along with things. So you've got to be accountable to that. And if you feel like it was a mistake on your end, then obviously you're just, you're still not taking full responsibility for what you wanted at a particular time. And you're going to be looking back at that in a victim mentality as if you were somebody that like gave all of this stuff or did all of everything right and like somebody or something or whatever it is didn't work out because you put that level of um, input in and it just honestly does nothing but it does nothing for anyone outside of you it doesn't make a situation any better it literally just has you holding resentment and therefore it, it disables you from making really good progress in the future um, with maybe other jobs or other people or other businesses and it really just gives you a sense of fear and doubt and that as you can imagine doesn't impact anyone else but you so you want to make sure that you take full responsibility and don't play the victim and point the finger outward it actually makes you a better person and it also takes a whole big burden off of you and it actually enables you to go to my second step which is forgiveness sometimes you have to be able to forgive yourself in order to forgive others 
If you haven't gotten past the first step and you're still holding resentment toward things or people, or even if you've grown up in a household where you know that maybe there's grudges that are held because they're justifiable reasons to, um, you know, continue having this resentment towards somebody, even if it's like only 1% resentment, it's not totally bad, but there's always resentment there and it's awkward sometimes and you've grown up around a situation like that, then obviously for you, it's going to be hard to disable that because for you, that may be normal and that may be justifiable and it may be the way that things have to be. And the only thing you can do is kind of like push it away out of sight, out of mind, or else just accept that you're going to be resentful for the rest of your life. That is just like internal baggage and you don't allow yourself to forgive you. So you can't let go of that completely in a negative way. So you carry that baggage around because you not only have forget- not been able to forgive yourself for maybe facing a certain situation and you haven't really, like I said, taken the blame on your own end. So you're still pointing that finger outward and kind of bitter about a situation which basically leads to no forgiveness for you or that other person or even whoever it was or whatever it was that affected you at a particular point in time, which again, all that does is adds more baggage to the negativity within your mind. And as more things happen in life, then you're going to just continue adding more and more baggage. And as you can imagine, over time, you're not actually going to be start becoming a better person, you're going to start becoming somebody that fears more and that resents more and that gets more cautious. And it's all basically because of those two initial things. And if you can manage to take the blame for a certain, for your side, you're going to feel like there's something you can do about it, which gives you the control and you're going to feel empowered moving forward. And if you can forgive yourself first for things that didn't you didn't make good decisions on or you felt like, oh, maybe I actually regret doing that and, you know, it was a mistake on my end then and I feel bad about it, like you need to forgive yourself for doing that and then forgive other people that were associated and be heartful about it. Like I would reach out personally to anyone at any point in time that I could to make amends because I don't like having that negative thing over me where I'm holding grudges or resentment. It really does affect me as a person and I'm wise enough to identify why that's unhealthy for my mental health. So I'd rather be the bigger person, even if like partly only like a fraction of what in my mind I thought I did wrong. And even if I did a lot of things right in a certain situation, I will apologize for the aspect of what I did wrong. And I would be sincere about it because I know that, you know, everyone sort of does recognize their mistakes, whether they want to like actually admit it or not, people do. And sometimes as well, you lower your own self-confidence and and trust when you're not able to admit those things openly and fully give heartfelt apologies and try to resolve. It just honestly stays with you for the rest of your life and it builds over time because you're basically building your character off those things, which brings me to number three. Your character is so important when it when it comes to um, taking action. So as you can imagine, when you are not moving past step one and two, your character is starting to be built from your actions and your behaviors during certain things that may not go your way. So obviously, if you're the person that is not able to 
take full responsibility, not able to resolve certain situations and just make them more positive in general so that you like take away negativity surrounding any situation. If something's not working great, then that's fine, but you don't need to make it extra negative. Oh no, they're starting to do building in my apartment. So this might actually have to come back. Oh, it's so annoying, but I'll try and do it here. So yeah, your character is really important because how you do things builds who you are and you start to, to believe in the person that carries out actions based on their ability to identify their own part in aspects of their life going forward and the ability to resolve conflict is so, so important and your staying power. If you're somebody that has maybe been conditioned to um, justify things, hold resentment, and maybe your caregivers were a bit like that. It's really difficult to break those patterns, but you do have to, at some point as an adult, start to identify like who you want to be and what you want to feel like, because none of those things really actually make you a better, more valuable person. And it doesn't mean you're not a good person trying, but unless you're brave and courageous enough to actually see these this stuff outside of just how you're affected or what you felt was fair or unfair, you've really got to understand that it builds your character. So I would always go down the route of being temporarily discomfort, like temporary discomfort right now and put the effort in, like let my ego at the door and just say, I'm so sorry um, for what I did. Look, this was my fault, but I also think like X, Y, and Z may have contributed to it. Sometimes I'm going to be a bit more emotional and I will apologize for that as well at sometimes. It depends on like the situation and I'm trying to become better at that. And there's always things as well that you can work on to improve your character because you learn from your mistakes and how detrimental those mistakes can be, um, you know, create different things to happen in life. But if you don't recognize them, then obviously your character is not going to develop in a positive way. It's going to actually develop in more of a resentful, cautious, negative way that really just disables you from being the best version of yourself. The next thing is your values. Your values are really important and there's not actually a whole lot on this um, in general society. Everyone's really big on mindset and like going after success and going after, you know, being with the right company and all of that. But no one really understands the power of your own values. Your values are really important because they not only help keep you um, really solid in your decisions and to have some sort of backbone when it comes to, uh, you know, thinking something's right and wrong. And it disables you from being a people pleaser because if you have values that are really solid and good and you're adding new values to that, but not forgetting about those really good, like positive, um, you know, good, um, like long-term values that you've had since maybe childhood. You know, I feel like I grew up really strict Catholic, so we had like the Ten Commandments, but you'd be surprised at like, I don't practice and go to church all the time, but you'd be surprised at how growing up with that like religion, I know this isn't for everyone, but whatever kind of faith or that bigger thing outside of yourself and outside of your parents' beliefs, actually growing up with that really does instill really good um, like qualities in your like really good qualities in you as a person because you start to learn like there are boundaries in life and there are things in life that shouldn't happen and you should never do and you know instantly that they are wrong and so you start feeling things like guilt but some people like because they don't have like this 
these values that are just solid and there for life and they don't change based on circumstances because they know that they're just like fundamentally wrong under any circumstances there's just things that you shouldn't do and I'm not talking about extremes like killing people and things like that everyone knows that you shouldn't do those things but I'm talking about like values that hurt people intentionally and damage situations intentionally you can't justify those things and this leads to Uh, feelings of guilt but if the feelings of guilt are short-lived because you don't have solid values so you know you did wrong you messed up you said sorry but you didn't really have like the solid values um, behind you then you don't have that backbone to prevent you in the future from doing it again because the guilt was too short-lived because the values haven't been there for long enough so those are really important and important as well if you are going to be surrounding yourself with people it's not a good idea just to surround yourself with people because they're nice or they like are fun to hang out with or they meet some of your needs like you need to know like who this person is and what their backbone is what they stand for because when real situations like life situations occur you're going to quickly understand like what their staying power is and what their attitude toward things are and what truly matters overall and if those people are not able to step up in those situations then it's not really and um it's not really uh you know your fault or anything like that or it's not really their fault if you don't have the values and you've got to take accountability for that and you've got to go okay well like you you need to understand that like people don't take too highly to that because if you don't have anything that you stand for pretty much anything goes at any given time and although you might like feel bad about something and you might carry it through as like a bit of a burden or something you're not proud of if it's not like if there's nothing bigger about your values that prevent you from doing it next time, there's always a possibility that you can, meaning that you don't trust yourself because you don't have anything holding you accountable to that. That's it from within and it's longstanding that teaches you, no, you never do that. And it's not just simple little things like blowing up in an argument with somebody on emotion. It's like proper things that like you can't take back that you do that cause yourself and other people damage. And the only thing that happens when um, you do these is generally regretting guilt and shame and things, negative emotions again. But like I said, you kind of, if you don't have those backbones, like it, it doesn't seem to stay solid. You're, there's always a possibility, meaning you lack trust in yourself and you lack the ability to be loyal. And that is never good because you then can't trust yourself to keep good character and you can't trust yourself to ha- like show forgiveness and you also can't trust yourself to take the blame because there's a lack of values there so you need to really address that and look at what your core values are and what they always have been and figure out whether or not you've been living truth true to them or if you're going to set some now because you haven't been taught to take like to do that when you were younger or you didn't grow up in communities where there was set in stone values and you maybe lack some um, that you probably think you might need for you as a person always good to get them out on paper and to practice living in accordance with them as of now and just try and never ever ever go against your own values the next thing um, is feelings of guilt so a lot of people look at this as a negative and I don't look at things like guilt as a negative if you feel guilty about something it's actually a sign from above it's a sign from your own self that even if you don't have your values right like at the forefront of your mind that that is 
basically a signal that you've went against your own values or you've went against something that you really want or that you believe is right but there's something that's holding you back from doing it or there's just like an overall overwhelming feeling of guilt it's really important to identify this as a positive because it's telling you directly that you need to change exactly what you've done or you need to make good with something or you need to fix something that you have broken or you've done that you regret or you've done that doesn't make you feel good and you need to really take that courage it's uh, one of the hardest things ever is saying sorry when you feel guilty or saying that you made a mistake when you have done something wrong but if you are able to actually look at guilt as a signal for you to not only not repeat the thing that caused guilt again but to also go back and fix anything that made you feel that way if you can and that's a possibility that enables a lot of the other steps like because feelings are always going to be prominent when it comes to actions you're basically going to be able to start that process from step number one that I talked about which is taking accountability which is hard but your feelings are always going to be there and unless you get rid of them they're going to turn to thoughts and they're going to um, you know kind of take over life a little bit and obviously that compounds if you can't get rid of it and re- address it as it's your body, your mind, your nervous system is telling you, you feel guilty. You should never, ever, ever have done what you did in the way that you did it. And you need to go back and you need to fix it. You, you need to make good. You need to apologize. You need to be able to take yourself into the most uncomfortable situation to get rid of that long-term feeling of guilt. It's going to pay off even if like you have to do a lot more work in the short term, you're not going to have that guilty feeling in the long term. Because if you do this and you do it heartfelt and you do it with every ounce of good intent, it will be, it will, it will resolve the feelings of guilt um, to some capacity. Um, you know, there's obviously going to be times when your apologies aren't accepted, but 99, 90% of the time, you probably will get a fair, like, um, you will probably be able to make good and not feel those feelings anymore. And then again, like make sure that you remember what it feels like to to be in that situation and let that be one of the driving forces as to why your values become so important. And you write that down and you live in accordance with them because the feeling of guilt and regret is like no other. It is like no other. And you do not want to experience that and you don't want to live a life that's Oh, like riddled with those things so you want to make good in all situations that you can and you want to make sure that everyone that you've ever hurt or any anything that you've ever done that you feel is goes against your values or maybe has hurt others or put people in situations that you maybe didn't intentionally want to put them in but cause them pain or whatever it might be we're all guilty of doing it guys like you need to say sorry and you need to have, be willing and offer the options to make it up to those people and if they're willing to accept it then great if they're not then like you can't really do much about it but either way you do need to make sure that you you are aware of it and that you do take the actions because without the action you're basically just still pointing the finger outward and going well it is what it is it's not what it is you're going to keep living feeling this way if you're going to go down that route it's like not good to just use that everything happens for a reason and that's just how it was it's sad but it has to be this way things like that all of that is just basically just like not taking responsibility and it just makes you feel 10 times worse 
The next thing um, that I would talk about and that I feel as though really gives you a lot of peace of mind is enabling yourself to look at your conditioning. There are going to be things that we all do that like our upbringing and I'm not talking about your parents or anything, but obviously that does contribute as well quite massively. But also like the schools that you go to, there is like different things about our upbringing that actually um, can shape who we are. And as an adult as well, what I have learned from a lot of different coaches from mindset development is that it's so important to be able to stand on your own two feet. Like I'll just give a quick example. Um, you know, if like, for example, you've got a 20 year old girl or 25, let's just say she's 25 and her parents are really strict about who she dates and things like that. And they give her like boundaries on what's acceptable and what's not. They are not really thinking, um, about what she needs and what she wants. And, what they're doing basically is making her feel guilty and bad about things that she may be really drawn to. So it makes her feel like there are things in the world that aren't right, um, that she, as an individual, outside of her conditioning, really wants to try out. Now, some people can rebel and go completely off the rails and, you know, um, just rebel and do the opposite of what their parents say and then there's other people that really stick with it because they you know maybe have a more reserved and are more um you know respectful toward their parents and they don't want to let their parents down because their opinions and and everything really matter to them and they really love and care about them but guys one of the things that you need to be able to do as an adult is you need to live for you and it's going to hurt sometimes but most parents are going to accept you and love you regardless of your decisions like as long as you are not taking drugs and stuff it's not harming you as an individual and you know whatever it is that you're you know not gambling all your money away or whatever then they will accept who you want to become as an individual over time you know everyone wants to see their child and stuff protected and doing their best but there is also a time when you've got to be able to explore and stand on your own two feet and create some of your own conditioning about your new beliefs based on your experiences and about and and also choose who you listen to online choose who you want to be like and to identify whether you know over time like these beliefs and these systems and these ways of you know how you have been living have really making have really been making you optimal or do you tend to carry a lot of like the sort of worries and doubts and fears and beliefs that like your caregivers have um, given to you and sometimes that also carries over to your attachments and your ability to love and forgive and do all of the things that I mentioned on this podcast because maybe that wasn't a priority or they do things a little bit differently and you just believe that is normal and there's always better ways than how we grow up I grew up in a certain way and I'm very very different to how I grew up and I have very different beliefs to like my parents and stuff because I'm always looking at how I can make life more optimal and more like and have more vitality. Do I love my family any less? Absolutely not. Just are they great people? Absolutely. Do I want to be different as an individual? Yes, because I need to know that what I'm doing is true to me as an individual and that I live life 
in the way that I can have everyone around me coexist and they can coexist with me comfortably because we're all doing what's right for us as individuals and it doesn't compromise the love and respect that we have for each other. You know, it's really important to know that that's okay. And so I'm going to wrap it up here and do a part two on this, but let me know how you guys found it and if it helped you. Um, I have a lot of building and things going on here, so I hope it didn't interfere too much. So yeah, um, leave us a rating on Apple as always. If you liked it and share it on socials as well, that would be awesome. I will see you all next week.